Hey everybody, I'm Jetlag, and this is Madeline. That's the new <laughs> that's the new intro of the show. <laughs> Jamie is sleepy. Uh, I feel like I'm not being a dick, but I'm definitely like no. You're not being a dick, no but nonsense. you don't have a lot of you don't got a lot of pep, pep in your pep step. In step. Yeah, the uh, I've had to. I'm working so hard on my <laughs> working so hard on myself that. You need a nap. I need a nap, but you just told me I'm not. I'm not allowed to nap. No naps. I got to power through this jet lag. Yep. <laughs> um, do you ever do the thing? Because I, I do this every time, where there's a there's like a moment you're like, I'm the guy, I'm the guy who defeated jet lag. Oh yeah. And then it, I got an app when I flew to France. Yeah. That's supposed to teach you. It gives like you the you their steps. Cycle. Yeah, and it tells you like drink coffee at this time, nap at this time, be, blah blah blah. Ooh, mercy. That's and perfect. I got home, and the first twelve hours, because <laughs> like yeah, you can be awake for twelve hours. It's not that hard. You're just a human. Yeah. And for the first twelve hours, I was like, I'm literally the queen of the world. This is what and I. And then thought. I slept for like seventeen hours, <laughs> like through the day. It wasn't good. I'm going back and forth between just being like, am I very sick? And then I I, I went to, the reason I just showered, I, I went to, uh, I ran over to the gym. That's why I pushed us to 4.30. Good job. And I like did some shit. And then I. Uh, I did the same. Look at us. I know. I know. Jumped in the fucking hot tub thing and just tried to like. But did you out. do the cold plunge? Today I didn't. No. So listen to this. This is not what I wanted to talk about, but we'll get back to the being nice, and then we'll get back to my fucking plane ride here. Um, oh, and then we're going to update you guys, a little preview of the show. We're gonna uh, First of all, we're doing a show on Monday. Hello, everybody. We usually don't have a show on Monday. Um, we're going to do two shows this week to make up for the week I was in Hawaii, because we love you, and we're building this show, and I could have taken a week off, but I'm uh, an idiot. So if you like the show, please support us. Please rate and review the show on iTunes. Spread the word. If you want to use the, join the Patreon, that would be rad. All that stuff. Um, so... I used to have this allergy. Do my like fingers look like swollen to you? Yes, fat fingers. They do. Okay. Yes. Is that like a plain thing? Yeah. Okay. Thank God. So I used to have this <laughs> allergy. So this doesn't happen. Like I've flown to Australia and my feet are the same way. Hmm. I used to have an allergy <laughs> to I swear to God. If you're wondering why I have so many like issues with women, sure, it could be that one of my parents was an alcoholic. Sure, it could be that the other one had an anger problem. You know, there are plenty of we could dissect all that. I'm convinced it was the moment that when I went to the allergist, to, I used to get these hives on like my hands and feet, and they could not figure out what I was allergic to. And um, turns out, I was allergic to uh, if I get too hot, or if I get too cold, which means I was allergic to the weather, to all of it, to all You're of bubble boy. The we- <laughs> and that's the why we- you have bubble fingers. So whenever I went into the pool, my like fingers would get like really red and like swollen. That doesn't sound like you're allergic. It just sounds like you have really terrible homeostasis. I don't know, man. They told me I was allergic. It was an allergy because I took Claritin and it, it like would get Western better. Western medicine. Yeah, probably is, right? And so give me a weather crystal. Um, so the uh, so on the plane, it happened when I got off the plane and I was convinced that me leaving my motherland, Hawaii, that my, because I haven't had this as an adult. I mean. I just had it as a kid. 
I think there's something to that. This is what I. It is the the energetics of of your body responding to yeah, dude. you leaving where you're supposed to. So be. this is why I didn't do I, the cold. I, I don't think that's I, I, true. I did do the cold yesterday because I was like, I ha- if I don't start on a healthy um, kick, then I'm in trouble. Yeah. And so like I did cold. I did hot. I went to the gym twice yesterday, dude. I landed and went to the gym like. 10 minutes later. It's a little addictive. I went crazy. Um, I meditate. I did all the things. I did a show. And thank God, because the show was like this like private Richie Rich event. It looked fancy. It was insane. It was like this like invite only thing. And uh, it looked like it had tablecloths. It had tablecloths. It had like uh, Terry Blacks just fucking catered it like for free. That's not as fancy. That's for neat. O- for Austin, it is. <laughs> like where it's just like it's the staple thing, you know? And. Uh, and fucking, but it was the first time I walked in on people doing coke. I walked in on rich people doing coke. You just hang out with me more. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> just kidding. It is my, I, I'm surprised every time it happens. I literally like walked in and they were like, no, 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 no. Wait, do you party? And I was like, I'm going <laughs> to pee in the women's bathroom. Uh, so that's what I did. Uh, and I was so tired and so sober. And it was You would have been less tired if you did coke. And I know. A lot. <laughs> And a lot less sober. How would I be today? Jet lagged and sad. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. And so, um, uh, yeah. So I was afraid this fucking. So that's why I didn't do cold today. Is because I thought it was from the cold. So I was like, no, I you're just, just did having hot. you're just having um circulation, and it's like this the pressure and the circulation and a long oh, okay. flight and being in the air. I'm probably stressed. Too. And you probably also didn't stand up and walk around enough on the no. flight. No. You didn't stand up at all. No, because it was overnight, so I <laughs> no. like slept. Uh, yeah, I didn't stand up. Yeah, that's probably exactly. You it. need to lie on the floor and put your legs up the wall. My legs all fucked. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah do like a little L shape. Put your legs up. Feels oh, so nice. That sounds great. You'll fall asleep that way, and we'll find you in the morning. Okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all the coked out people find me. They're like, we were looking for you all night. <laughs> we couldn't <laughs> and, sleep. And you're in the women's bathroom with yeah. your legs up the wall. <laughs> um. So the nice thing. So because I'm all fucked up, I know I'm sleep deprived. I just have to, but I like, I want to, I want to stay down the path that I'm going, you know, especially in Hawaii. I felt like I was like my best self. Um, But my instinct is to hate everybody. And Mm. so I just have to take a beat. It's like my set, I have to use my second reaction to everything because my first reaction is bad. Did you ever see, did you ever watch The Office? Unpopular opinion, N- not really. That's okay. Um, I it, that's okay for you. When I tell other people that, they're like, "You're fucking dead." No, to me. but those are people who the aren't end. funny and they base their personalities on quoting The Office. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, like, for me, I like I really liked the first three seasons, and because I'm a sap, not even because I thought it was so funny. It was because the, the two love story. fall in love. Yes. So once they get, to- I know that. because yeah. I'm a human in the world. Yeah. Once they get together, I was like, mm. um, but there was a thing where every time. Uh, Pam, the secretary, every time someone called Steve Carell, she wouldn't put him through right away because he would always open with something like horrifically stupid. <laughs> um, so she'd be like, all right, I'm putting you through. And then he'd be like, you know, whatever, like to his girlfriend, like just something horrific. And she's like, up, oh, still me. And he's like, oh, sorry. And then she'd transfer him again. That's and he'd be like, hello, genius. this is Michael. <laughs> yeah. Genius. It's so good. And um, that's how I feel like today. Like I got a text message from a homeless guy who I gave my phone number to. How? I gave my phone number. Oh, no. He, he has How a, does he, he have a phone? A broken fucking phone that doesn't work often. How does he pay his it's bill? It's like a Nokia thing. Oh, he can only go on Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah. 
that makes me feel better. Thank a homeless you for man asked me. Homeless man asked me for my number once, and yeah. I was like, "Sir, yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> How? We don't have payphones." And he pulled out an iPhone out of his pocket. This was like in the alley behind my job. Yeah, and I was like, "Sir." Were you doing coke back there? <laughs> I was taking out the trash. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, my friend John, who I saw perform, he's an Austin comic. He has a joke about like the only time he gets mad at poor people is when they uh, rescue a dog. He's like, you didn't rescue that dog. You just transferred that dog like, from like cell block B to cell block C. Like, But at least they're getting love. That's when I get mad though. Uh, there's this dude who has a homeless dog around here and he just like walks him down the highway. And I'm just like, yeah. I... I stopped. It's both sad and I read something once, and this was, I don't know where I read it, and it's probably not true. That's right. We're a podcast. We're a But I did read a thing once that said that animals can can be good for homeless people because it gives them purpose and. I guess it's probably not good for the dogs. But then I try to think about that when I see homeless people with dogs. I try it makes th- me a little bit happier because I'm like, oh, they definitely have, you know, they've got a companion. There was an article a really long time ago in like a lefty mag that I keep reminding myself of that said it's like good for the dogs and the dogs are like naturally like outdoors creatures. Dogs so like, are so outdoorsy. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like. I don't know. I, I, I get the same way. I just get so nervous, especially like, you know, that dog I tried to fucking rescue was a homeless person's dog. And like, we just found him wandering down fucking a busy street, yeah. you know? I mean, I quote unquote rescued my dog right. from, um, from a farm yeah. where he lived with horses. Right. I think he was probably incredibly happy there. Right. <laughs> he was outside living with horses. He literally just perked up right now. Yeah, like he's just like, probably, are you talking about the place I pray you take me back to every yeah, day? Yeah, <laughs> like eating mice, running <laughs> around. Mice. <laughs> it's like I'm reminding him of it, and he's upset he's just because now his, he lives he's thinking of his horse family right now. Yeah, and now he lives in a king size bed and is like not even. Nope. A, that's not no a purpose. Wild, he's gnawing on a wild animal. Um, yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's hard because I'm like I I pray they are good for each other. That one guy I stopped before the winter storm and I go, hey man, like I promise, like I'm straight, but like if you need me to take your dog for the storm, like I'll take him, um, and I'll bring. And he him, was and like, can you back. take me for the yeah, storm? Yeah, I was like, shh, no, no, you stay outside. You have a coat. Um, <laughs> he, and he was like, no, I have a caretaker who takes him at night. He was really cool about it. He's like, thanks for asking. I don't know if that's true. It was like a little dark when I saw him yesterday. But um, if that's the case, that's kind of rad where like he gets this emotional support during the day. But I still went just put use. I mean, I'm not even homeless and I need this emotional support of my dog. Right. That I feel like if you. Yeah. Anyway, his little horse family. He's just a miniature horse. Um, It's true. Yeah. Oh, so I had a second when this dude wrote me. It was really sad, and he hasn't texted me. I mean, he only texted. So I bought him, I bought him a, a meal a while ago, and sat with him, and we talked. And he asked for my number, um, and so I gave it to him. And you know, he hasn't asked for anything. He never asked me for money. Um, he just thanked me that day. He said, you know, whatever. And then I haven't heard from him in months. And he just wrote me, and he's like, "Hey, things haven't been good. I lost a lot of weight. Can I take you up on that hot meal offer?" And my first thought was, um, I just got back from Hawaii and I'm very tired. And I'm very poor. I spent all my money. I will not buy you a meal. Uh, yeah. And uh, like I was. And then uh, you thought about I, Jesus. I, I thought I, I, I had to. But like I was annoyed like at mm. first. Not annoyed at him, but I was just kind of like, 
Ugh. There's not a single thing that's not going to annoy you. That's today. how. That's how I feel. Yeah. And then like I took a beat, and I was like, yes. But like on Sunday, let's do it on Sunday. And then I canceled. <laughs> on my friend who I was supposed to do something with tomorrow because I'm like, she has money. So I'm going to cancel on her. (laughs) I'm going to sleep in. And then I'm going to go take Homeboy out on Sunday is my plan. You're doing great. You just got (sighs) to... Jet lag is tough, and it makes it seem like things are more terrible than they are. Well, and also just Just the idea of struggling. Like, context means so much, man. Like, I was talking to... um, the the woman there was the the woman who drove like took the jesus christ the shuttle to my car from the airport and she was awesome and she asked where it was just me on the on the shuttle and she asked where i was uh came from and i told her hawaii and she was like i want to take my daughter there for her birthday and so i started we started talking about her daughter and you know she was like I just quit this like kind of high paying job and I'm just like doing this part time for whatever. The more I tell you these stories, the more I'm like, I am being conned by everyone. Cause man, did I give her money? At yeah. The end. I do um, think about that. You're like, this guy has a funny, like, Jamie's just being fucking rused. Um, Often. But she said, um, I just made that, uh, a joke. Oh, she, oh, she goes, uh, I'm only having one kid. That's why I'm, cause I'm like, you're a good mom. She goes, well, I'm just having one kid. That's a trick. And I go, I'm one of five. So you're right. Um, you're one of five? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And I've said this before on the Are show. Are you the middle child? No, I'm the <laughs> oldest, but I have all the baggage of the middle and the youngest. I'm the oldest, but I'm also the fuck up. So I get the baggage of, I feel like the youngest, the middle, the whatever. But, like, the example I give to show you how my... Nate Pergazzi, if you guys haven't watched his new special, I think it's really funny. He has a bit about being the first child where he goes, like, when you're the first kid, your parents, like, have no fucking idea what they... He doesn't curse. But they have no idea what they're doing. They're poor. They're like, ah, they're figuring it out. And then by the time... The last kid comes. It's like your parents are trillionaires. <laughs> They're like, they have another floor in the house. You don't even know what that was. You're like, there's a house on top of another house. <laughs> and it's so good. And that's how I feel because it's like, I told her, I go, and I wasn't being like mean to myself, but I told her, you know, I dropped out of high school and my youngest brother went to Harvard. So you can really, s- yeah. So you can see how we Interesting. improved. I mean, it literally went in order. So I went to, uh, I dropped out of high school. My sister dropped out of high school. But then she ended up getting her graduate or her master's degree. I got her GED. I didn't get my GED. Master's master's degree, writes books, teaches. Um, next brother, first one to go to like college straight away. Um, American University, so like fine school. Um, then ended up in Teach for America. Next brother, Columbia. <laughs> mm. But again, none of this is money. This is all scholarships. So we're, we were poor. Yeah. Um, but then he drops out. He's doing dope stuff now. But like Ivy League dropped out. Last brother. Fucking just Harvard. Fi- finish line. Harvard. Harvard. Yeah, He's like, it. I gotta, I gotta just show up all these motherfuckers. Yeah. Also funny that you said that, um, th- like as a kid, you thought that having a second floor on your house was like rich kid stuff. Oh, oh yeah. I grew up with a second floor on my house mm. thinking that was poor kid stuff. Interesting. And I was like, if you live on a house that's just one floor and you don't have to climb stairs, <laughs> like I was like, servant? that is rich kid stuff. That's so funny. Just There's so many random little things about we grew up like poor but not not poor and then we got less poor when my dad was a contractor so like yeah. I don't know what year it was that like things got good and everyone had money for a little while. Yeah. Um but there's so many like random little things that I'm like oh that's like that's the thing that you get when you're when you're rich. Like what do you 
Like when I when I moved out on my own, I thought that when you could have a washer dryer in your house in your apartment, that's, that was like rich shit. That's true. Like rich. No, no, no. That's true. It's I, not. I still feel that way. I mean, in New, sort of. In New York. In New York. Okay, but I never so, lived in. New okay, York. Okay, so I grew up in New York. Buying it, appetizers. To me, that's still rich people stuff. That's still. Can I? One of the uh, one of the kids I teach, their parents got me a gift card to like this nice restaurant. Um, what nice restaurant? Uh, I don't remember the name of it. Uh, it wasn't like fancy, fancy, but it was like I mean, to me, like Outback Steakhouse is nice. Um, Outback it, Steakhouse is fire. The Bloomin' Onion, fire. Is so good. Um, I'll defend that and Cheesecake Factory till I die. Cheesecake Factory is fire. The best. <laughs> that free bread is the best. Yeah. The free bread. Again, that's what I get excited about. <laughs> so it was for $50, which I thought was like very generous for like, they just met me. Um, and I was like, if I go by myself, oh, I, can I can get an appetizer. Like yeah. And so that's what I did. And it was great. I love that I for like you. I didn't have to stress about an appetizer. Oh, mm. 50 bucks for two people. Poor people shit. Poor people shit. <laughs> um, but uh, so... In New York, it was if you had a laundry machine or if you did have stairs. You literally had a billion dollars. The only place I was ever in that had stairs it was the producer of Hamilton's house. Shit. Yeah. Two flights of stairs. But it just looked like a regular apartment still from the front. And then you walk in, you're like, oh, holy like, shit. Oh, this but got levels. Like still tiny. And then when I had my, like, three years of being rich... Before I fucked it all up, <laughs> uh, we had a, we had laundry. We had laundry. I thought you were gonna say we had a lot of stairs. <laughs> we, had, oh, we did. We were on the top floor, um, and with no elevator. So like even like being being rich in New York, you're doing poor people shit every day. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's so not worth it. Like not having to carry your laundry somewhere, the best. I when I yeah when I first moved to New York, I mean I just had like sweaty jujitsu gear that in the dead of winter oh, I that just makes had me to like sick. walk blocks. It. Yeah, it was so bad, dude. Um, was there anything that you did that you didn't realize was poor? Because I was actually thinking about that in the whole. I was thinking about it this week that you didn't know it was poor person stuff. <laughs> Sort of. I'll give you mine if you want to think. Yeah. The um. So my mom, I talked about. Oh, this. I have a good one. Oh, go go go! You go. <laughs> I don't. I there's so many things about my childhood that I've like heard stories about, and I don't really know how poor we really were. Yeah. When I was like younger. Yeah. I don't know, but I do know that um, <laughs> there's so my dad's Irish, like yeah. from Ireland, and he does a lot of really funny things. He was like poor, poor growing up. Sure. There were 11 or 15 children <laughs> and they lived in like a two bedroom house. They, yeah. Like poor, poor. Yeah. Um, they had to like share meal times cause they didn't have enough spoons, Jeez. like poor. And, um, he had this, he had this like old red truck when I was a kid and there was a comic, um, like a, in the newspaper, like a little, yeah. a little comic called the pluggers. And I figured it was a comic in the newspaper, but I, but I was picturing like just like a little tiny Dave Chappelle, like standing <laughs> on the, <laughs> just in the truck. Um, there was a comic in the, in the Boston globe called the pluggers. And it was all stuff that was like very silly. Like anyway, oh, no. 
he he did this thing in his truck. It was just like a bench seat in the front, and it was it was leather seats. And in the summer, it would get really really hot. Yeah. And he would make seat covers, mm-hmm. and he called them plugger seat covers because mm-hmm. the pluggers would do this. He saw it in a comic once, and he would put newspapers down on the seat, and it was like the fancy thing to do, oh which was like newspapers to protect our little child thighs right. from the like burning <laughs> seats. So plugger seat covers, and I thought that was like really cool and fancy. Yeah. And then um, in the winter time my parents would give us um, plastic bags over, yeah, over our over yes. our socks to yeah. shove into our boots yep. if we they weren't that. waterproof we anymore. We did that too. We totally did that. Yeah. So I don't actually know if that's poor people stuff no, or if they I'm, were actually just incredibly like creative and innovative. Uh, both is the <laughs> answer to that. Um, the the uh, What I love that you said, because this is similar to mine, is that you thought it was fancy. It's like we were we were lying to ourselves back then. That made me think we had a station wagon, but because we had so many kids, we had seats in the trunk that popped up. Oh, I loved those. I thought those were were the the coolest things. But I used to always get car sick. So I would sit (laughs) in the back because I'm like, it's so cool. And they were like, Are you sure you're not gonna be sick? And I was like, I'm fine. We had a thing, we had a throw-up bucket, which I just thought was a normal thing that all parents have in cars. (laughs) But I think it was just for me. So I had a little plastic throw a bucket and so you really were the bubble boy i really was dude yeah just with my the fucking, oldest my son just like so hand, sick just throwing up in the back i uh my grandfather had that back seat yeah that go that you would look backwards out of the car i thought it was pack? the best we had a mac pack I, on, that we strapped on top of the station wagon to put okay. our like luggage because we would have to drive to florida for vacation because oh, we couldn't sure. afford flights <laughs> so we would just strap this like giant fucking like Tupperware to the top of our station wagon. Okay, well, those still exist, and the lesbians have them. Oh, Subarus. <laughs> and then we flipped them backward. We flipped the seat backwards, and literally, I would like wave to like oh, people, yeah, and, totally. but then immediately get sick, and they would just be horrified watching this child throw up <laughs> in the trunk of a station wagon. Oh, uh, my dad also used to um, when we would have dessert. Um, my dad used to make banana splits. Yeah. It was a banana split in half. <laughs> that sounds like a mean joke he's playing on you. Well, it probably was. <laughs> he's that kind of guy. He also used to make us meat sandwiches. We used to have snow ice cream. Which is ice? When it snowed. Oh, snow from ice cream. From the actual ground. And we thought... Okay, that's fun, though. It was, but it's also... A snow cone. We were just eating dirt. Like we so would go get snow. They were trying to make you healthier. They were trying to build no, your then immune system. my mom would like dump vanilla extract <laughs> on it, which I think she like drank something. It was a fucking disaster. Um, the 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 food of mine that we thought was fancy, and this may just be funny in Hawaii, but like in Hawaii and actually I think in Japan, uh, a lot of ramen they call simon. Simon is a little different. Um, and this is before ramen was fancy. And whenever you heard the term ramen, they were just talking about the poor person, 99 oh, yeah. cents, break Love open, whatever. Ramen. So we grew up on that ramen, but because my mom grew up in Hawaii, she would like, like, like small kind, like make it look fancy. She'd like chop up green onions and like make it legitimately okay, delicious. I do that. That's great. Yeah. And, but she put an egg in it. So good. Totally. But she didn't call it ramen. She called it Simon. And so I, when I was getting older, and we loved it. And when I was getting older, and I'd hear like comedians be like, "Oh man, poor people with our like ramen noodles." I was like, "Yeah, fucking poor people. I'm eating my fancy like <laughs> Hawaiian delicacy. And if we're good, they'll put meat in it that I believe they call spam, like my pork loin. And like, yeah, so we would just eat spam Vienna sausage. And I just thought it was like ethnic. 
I thought we were just being very ethnic, and it was just like spam straight. is fantastic. It's and the best. no one should ever say anything bad about fried it. spam, eggs, and rice. Oh I had God. so much of this week. My dad used to make what the other thing that he made was meat sandwiches. Oh yeah, which is two pieces of bread that meet in the middle. It's just two pieces Shut of bread. Up. Yeah. Jeez. So I don't know if that's because we were poor or because he's a fucking trickster. He likes puns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he likes wordplay a lot. Um, it really does sound like a cruel joke. <laughs> banana split. Bam. Have fun, idiots. Yeah. And I hate bananas, too. Yeah. Hate them. Really? Everyone that knows me knows, like, I gag at the smell of bananas. No I hate them so much. God, I just had one before you left. Um, I knew it. I, I should apologize. smell yeah. it in here. <laughs> That's why I felt like, I, I literally was like, I don't you, think my apartment smells bad, but I haven't been here in a week. I was like, I haven't lit a candle in so long. And I was like, I should light a candle. And I feel like. Jamie apologized for lighting a candle when I walked in, in, in a way that was like. Oh my god, I'm I'm so sorry that I did this thing that is really nice and <laughs> is supposed to make my house smell good. I don't know how you perceive me. I'm so sorry that I lit a candle. And I was like, calm down. I have a I have a few girlfriends in my life who are um, desperately trying to get me to stop apologizing for everything. Can I join them? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I yeah. am one of them you, already. You, you have just yeah. Okay, <laughs> you, perfect. You, you have entered the chat. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, poor people shit. Oh. Not that I want to be a comedian talking about like airplane stuff, but holy <laughs> is that a thing? It was like an eighties like airplane food. What's the deal? Uh, like yeah. use my seat cushion, like all that. Um, but man, taking red eye flights, I always regret it, and I always forget. Really, Ho- I love red eyes in Hawaii. I thought, but maybe this is because you're everyone is drunk, and I am not. And I'm used Did to, you just say maybe this is because you're a drunk? Maybe because you're a drunk. No, because you're <laughs> like, I was going to say cool, like, and I, but I didn't want to be mean to myself for not drinking. Um, the I usually do 6 a.m. flight. I'm there at 4.30. I'm in the fucking lounge. Maybe I'll treat myself to some taco deli. Everyone is just like business professional. Like, we got shit to do that day. And every time I do red eye, it's just people have just... The inmates have run the asylum. I get, the I airport like, gets nuts. I like red eyes because I can sleep on a plane. I'm small, and I just put my legs up, and I just <laughs> I turn into the tiniest little ball, and I fall asleep for seven to ten hours. That's adorable. Uh, and I, so I like red eyes because it does. It feels like I time travel. Well, that's what I did because I was like, I want to be overnight to, again. I thought would stop the jet lag because I left at seven p.m. Hawaii time, and then I got in. At 9 a.m. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Um, and that's why I got my whole day. Like, I just did stuff all day. Your whole day to be angry. No, I was angry today. Yesterday, I was just kind of, like, fucking moving so much. Um, I got a little angry at, like, midnight with the cocaine bathroom thing. Uh, that, And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to go home. I was, I was like, a good influence. Um, was what? <laughs> the, girl, the girl who ran the event was, like... She saw me, she saw two girls come up to talk to me. Um, and both of them she just witnessed <laughs> like them give me the wine and me go get them water. Cause they were just they were it was at towards the end of the night and they were just like drunk girls talking to me. And I was just like, no, Hey, do you want me to go you. get you a water? And they were just like, kind of. And I was like, Do you want me to take that? And they were like, Yes. And so I was just, I feel like. And I did was you a, see them at the bar five minutes later getting another glass of wine? No, I like did good. good I, job. Uh, one of them messaged me on Instagram this morning. Um, but I also feel like 
I'm slow. Like in my head, I'm just like, what a fucking, what a gentleman. Good job, buddy. But, Proud of you. But now I'm also like, am I one step away from like handing out flyers, being like, you're gonna go to hell if you like? Am I turning into? No, I don't think doing a nice thing. No, I stand by all that. I, I was like, am I? No, do- that's that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, I think where where you cross the line of doing nice things is giving the woman on the bus money, like taking the dog from the homeless man for the night. Like, yeah. then you just put yourself in a place where you're not going to hell for that. Yeah. But like, you may be putting yourself out a little bit. That's Yeah, I do do that a lot. Um, All right, I have a thing I want to talk about. Okay. I was going to tell you about these. Can I tell you about the two guys? I almost... You may. Okay. Just on the plane. That's the only reason I brought this up. Is I'm very sensitive from being... I'm sensitive. I'm sen- I've run this by a bunch of people because I feel bad because I'm like, I'm new. To Hawaii, I mean, I'm not because my childhood, but like, I don't want to be the dude who goes there and is like, well, fuck all white people, you know, but I'm like really sensitive when I see tourists being shitty to Hawaiians or talking shitty about them or whatever, when they're just like using this island and then like leaving. And um, so I was like already like a little worked up. I was really sad to be leaving. Um, Like I got sad at the airport. And then I sit down in my seat and these two just like probably DJs with like the Hawaiian shirt and like slippers, but with socks on still like they come on (laughs) drunk and they're next to me. And I'm like, dude, I'm cool with babies. I'm cool with crying babies. I'm cool with anything. I'm just not cool with DJs. Just two fucking drunk Howley DJs. <laughs> and they sit next to me. And it's fine. I just say, hey, what's up? And then I do this thing where I'm like, I'm watching fights. I'm like, good. They're going to know that I can fucking kill them. And the dude is so drunk. He's just like, hey, man, just so you know, I like pee a lot. Um, so, like, do you want to sit in the middle so that I could just, like, get up more. And again, I'm priding myself on being so nice. <laughs> but, like, I literally had to go, so because you have to pee a lot, your solution is that I go from my aisle seat, which I also pee a lot, to in between you and your friend. Who in are the, drunk. In the middle. I would have just been, like, absolutely fucking not. Yeah. So we'll, And then ignored them forever. I, <laughs> well, I said it in a jokey way. Um, and he, I swear to you, he just goes, all right, ma'am. Well, I guess I don't have to feel bad anymore. And I just look at him. I go, you can still feel bad. And he goes, no, man, I'm not. And you should have clocked him. My first, it would have been funny. This is, you would have never, you could then could have stayed in Hawaii because they would have arrested you. Dude, that was exactly (laughs) what I was going to fucking. Yeah, exactly. I was like this. I swear to you. I was like, this is how I stay. Yeah. This is how I stay. I'll be in the Honolulu jail. It's jail, but it's still Hawaii. I'm sure you can smell the ocean through the bars. For sure. For sure you can. (laughs) I love that we have the same joke. Um, I didn't know what to do. I like felt my heart start to like race. And I was just like, I'm going to do this for all the Hawaiians who have been wrong by <laughs> Howley Man. And then I swear that to you. That is too much responsibility. Dude. <laughs> you're like, that is an example of what we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> this sweet black dude came up to me and he just goes, hey man, I, I'm so sorry. I think you're in my seat. And I never fuck up seats. I'm like, I travel a lot. And I look up and I go, oh, 
perfect. My angel. <laughs> I go, yeah, I'm sorry I did. And I just, I go across and I'm next to this like really funny, like fat Portuguese guy who is watching <laughs> Glee the entire time. Yes, and I've we never love him. seen happy. He, he is just laughing so hard Gleeful. that like I'm remembering Glee and I'm looking and I'm like, and I, and then my hands and feet blew up. That's fine. Um, but yeah, that was, that was my plane story. That was it. Well, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you didn't go to jail, honestly. Yeah. Scotty, you found the most unstable pillow. <laughs> Come here. Having a dog here is fun and also distracting. Um, okay, so... What's your thing? Something that I wanted to talk about that is just very present in my life this week. So, for the last year, okay. I have been having what I thought... And this is classic me to, to have a feeling that is so severe and do nothing about it. I thought that I have been having seizures in my sleep. <laughs> Straight up seizures. And you're like, it's fine. <laughs> well, because I wake up and I'm like, I feel fine and everything is cool. Yeah. And generally it happens. So, But when you go to sleep, instead of being like, ah, good job today. When you go to sleep, you're like, time to enter the seizure realm. Yeah, so I'm not having them all the time. Okay. And oftentimes it's when I nap and not when I sleep at night. Okay. But occasionally it happens when I sleep at night. So every time this happens, <laughs> I try and do a Google search, but it's really impossible to Google, like, I'm Googling, like, seizure in your sleep. Like, yeah, sure. And, and, like... Scotty, this isn't your home to protect. Not a lot is coming up when I'm Googling seizure in your sleep because yeah. it's just like oh you like people who have epilepsy and whatever and i'm not right. getting a lot of information so finally last night and this is this happened every night this week like monday through last night yeah and finally whatever like keyword that came to me i googled it this morning okay and i'm just having sleep paralysis but the sleep paralysis that i'm having is so Maybe it's not interesting to anyone else who has sleep paralysis because it seems to be very normal. Yeah. Is this like I I fall asleep and then it's this liminal space where I ha I'm having auditory hallucinations and visual hallucinations okay. while I'm basically awake. Sure. So I'm almost awake and I I get the um What's that claw thing called? Like when you do breath work and your and your hands freeze up? I, I don't remember what that's no called. No idea. It's like being allergic to the cold. Yeah, it's called being allergic to sleep. Um, like my hands like claw up like someone would when they have a seizure. Yeah. And my eyes flutter, and I know that it's happening. And I'm awake enough to see. I'll open my eyes. You're like G fucking Jean Grey and X Men. No, it's terrifying to think of like ever trying to sleep in a bed with someone else, and they wake up to me like an actual oh, just. The first thing I thought of, I was like, I don't, I don't know what I would do. No, it's terrifying. Sorry to my future husband. Yeah, whoever you are, I hope you still love me. <laughs> um, and so I'll open my eyes and I'll see my room, and but also there will be like demons and sure or and not even so last night it wasn't even demons it was just people in my house just like standing in another room like, like a little party no like the door i i sleep with my door shut 
But in my mind, my door was open and there was just someone in my guest bedroom that I could see and they were just standing there. Just chilling. And so this has happened enough to me over the last year that I, I know now that it's happening and it used to be like nightmarish. And so when people talk about sleep paralysis, it's usually pretty nightmarish. There's like a demon yeah. sitting on your chest. It's like your family getting murdered in the next room, like really scary stuff that's happening. Yeah. But last night, it was so conscious. It, it, was like a, it was a full lucid dream, but I was basically awake because my eyes were open. Like I know my eyes were open. And I could feel, I had my, I, was, I, I often sleep just like on my back with my arms above my head. Yeah. Like you were faking, you were sleeping, just like relaxing, yeah, 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 yeah. like really vibing on the couch. Sure. And my arms were above my head and they were like all claw-like and my eyes were open, but like fluttering, but I can't move. Did you? And, it, and the auditory hallucinations are the weirdest thing. So like a couple nights ago, <laughs> I was having these auditory hallucinations that my that my neighborhood like my little condo complex yeah. had like a an announcer system like a PA yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were making announcements and this it was is, very normal to me cuz i was like oh of course this is like glee they're always making an yeah it was like high school yeah. where they're just like talking to you over the PA system but in my mind i was like it's fucking 10:30 p.m. how dare they still be making announcements right you're planning your angry email yeah totally what do you could it what, have you talked to um have you talked to Godzi about this? So our, no, but our, I need to. So our friend Eric Godzi is like, I don't know what he would describe himself, but young Ian would be in there. Um, he's really good with like dream interpretations and journals and like, you know, talks about the subconscious a lot. Um, I need to talk to him because I've this. never heard. Yeah, because I've never heard him talk about it when it comes to like sleep paralysis, just like dreams in general. It's just like, you know, when you wake up journal and it was wild. I was actually doing it for a minute, like his like journaling thing. And I'm like, was pretty sure that I don't remember any of my dreams, but the more you start journaling, the more you like, it, I, it comes so to Eric, light. Eric gave me the, the idea to do, um, I record my dreams. Yeah. So I'll, when I go to sleep at night, if I remember to, I probably do it 50% of the time when I turn my phone off and on airplane mode and I put it next to my bed, yeah. the thing, the screen that I shut it off to is the um, voice memo screen. Oh, cool. So if I unlock it, it's immediately on voice memo. Yeah. And if I wake up from a dream, I just unlock it I and I record it. I wonder what the fuck Dude, it is. My I should open one of these. No. They're hilarious. Are they? Yeah, do it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> you, you can get your phone. I will. Um, I didn't know about sleep paralysis. And I was trying to. It always comes back to my dick. I was trying to like not masturbate at all when I was over COVID. Um, I was like, I was just like throwing challenges my way. And that one uh, was not successful. And the two reasons it wasn't successful are, one, and I talked about this on stage once, but this is true. Um, I was like, okay, I'm not going to masturbate for a year. Like, I'm going to do what the monks did. And I had this monk Jamie friend. Jamie loves a hard, a soft 75. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had this. A soft 365. I had a monk friend, this guy, Ragunath, who was on Rogan's show, and... um you know, he made some really good points where he was like, well, what do you do after you masturbate? And I was never like, work on my novel. I was like, well, I fall asleep in the middle of the afternoon and I wake up with fucking, 
feeling like shame all over me. I'm like, I hate myself. And he's like, all right. And then he made this other really great point where he goes, cause I, 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 I was like, that was the first time I was ever like celibate or not dating or whatever. And, um, he goes, but I go, but isn't, wouldn't masturbation be good because that'll help me be celibate or whatever. And he goes, no, because when you look at women, you're still looking at them as sexual objects instead of spiritual beings. And I was like, well, fuck you, man. Like, <laughs> because that was beautiful. He's right. Um, so if anyone's listening and you want to live a life of any fun, uh, my advice is do not have um, a monk friend. And so I went to do it, but I had a, <laughs> I had a calendar. Um, and I was like, well, I'm going to write the day like next year so I can like celebrate. So I can masturbate that day. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) But wait, so listen, so I go to look at the day and I had no idea. And I swear to you, Madeline, it was, um, (laughs) it's fucking September 11th. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, they already do something on that day. I can't also make that my day where it's like, we'll never forget. But also this is my masturbation extravaganza day. Like, So then I jerked off because I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to do it. I lasted a day, dude. I lasted a fucking day. I'm so unwell. Oh, oh my God. I remember. And then like, I try. Sometimes you just need to rewrite history, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys celebrating? Do you not know the real September 11th? <laughs> the real story behind it? I uh, don't even know how we got here. We were talking about sleep paralysis. Well, so, okay. So then I tried to do it again and I lasted like, I think the longest I lasted was 10 days. And I went to sleep one night and I saw this. And I was I was talking to Shane Gillis about it um, because he described it on Rogan. Just seeing like it looks like this like love Shane Gillis. Shat- He's so funny. It looks like this shadowy demon. Yes. In the corner. Yeah. But I didn't know other people saw that, so I literally thought, and this is before I was at all religious. I was doing mushrooms. I thought that it was like the devil. And I somehow like summoned him by like not jerking off or something. And this happened like <laughs> three nights in a row. And I got so fucking scared. A grown man in bed. And again, it's fucking quarantine. It's weird. I'm by myself. Like I'm going a little stir crazy. Um, that I was like, well, I know what I have to do to make this demon go away. Uh, and then I <laughs> jerked off. To slay the demon. And I swear to God. Well, if there's a straight male demon in your room and you start jerking off, (laughs) the demon's going to go away. (laughs) Even demons are afraid of being seen as gay. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, bro, no homo. All right, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Gross. Gross. I wasn't looking. Gross. (laughs) All right. Yeah, so... I don't know what the deal is with this sleep paralysis thing, but I thought I if was having knows, seizures. If anyone knows, write in. Yeah, please, honestly, I would love to have some. Though it is getting a little bit interesting for me, though, because I'm at the point where I've had these sleep paralysis situations enough. Also, this is literally just today that I'm realizing that it's sleep paralysis and not sleep epilepsy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the... The or sleep masturbation demons like mine. <laughs> That's just you. That's just me. Um, there's there's this electric feeling mm-hmm. that is so interesting. It's an electric current that becomes auditory. Okay. Which apparently is common in sleep paralysis. I like how you're just to make it more 
to also make it relatable to everybody else, like when I was having trouble sleeping, um, I got really great advice. I think it's a Wayne Dyer quote. It was something that Jeff Dye, like a really like broy comedian, gave me, and it was beautiful. He's like really loves Wayne Dyer. Um, he's very funny. Um, I didn't mean bro in a bad way. He just, you look at him and you don't expect a Wayne Dyer quote, um, because he's hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Wayne Dyer isn't, I'm sorry. Uh, he is something like if you wake up, if you wake up, that just means the wind is trying to tell you something mm. very flowery, very pretty. But the way I've kind of pragmatically taken that advice is if I can't sleep, I just go, all right, I can't sleep. So what am I supposed to do? And usually it's something like I'll try to read. If I watch something on TV, I'll try to make it educational. Like I won't scroll. I'm just like, there's just something I'm supposed to learn or do or whatever. And so kind of just accepting it because when I suffer and I think what most people go through is they stay in bed and they're like, I just have to go to sleep. I just have to. And just if I'm like, I'm at sleep, I'm on the couch and I'm just, I, I, but I leave the room. So the room can still be not if you're fucking paralyzed. Well, yeah, that's where I was going. (laughs) Not if you are awake, but paralyzed and you can't, but where I was going, where I was going with that is it sounded like you're sort of starting to drift into a more sort of like art. Like I'm going to treat this like a fucking, an experiment. I'm not gonna freak out about it. I'm just gonna like let it happen and well, like that figure is it out. The, that is the cool thing. That, well, that's what I was saying. Is I feel like so many of our problems, whether we're talking about sleep or whatever, it's if you just kind of like accept it, and then you go, "All right, man. Like, I guess I'm just here for this." And you can learn something from it. Yeah. So sleep paralysis is so interesting because it's actually super linked to lucid dreaming. Okay. And lucid dreaming can be a super incredible tool. Y'all should just go check out Eric Godsey because he yeah, talks great. about this kind of stuff on his podcast. Um, but you can basically start to control consciously what's happening in your dreams. Mm. So I, last night, there's a there's like a little neighborhood near my house mm-hmm. that I've never, that I walk by a lot, but I never turn into that neighborhood. And in this dream, I went into this neighborhood. Shut up. Okay. It's not as cool as you think it is. It sounds really fucking cool. So I went into this neighborhood and I just walked around. It was like VR in my dream. That's how I'm picturing it. Yeah. So it was like VR in my dream. And so I walked into this neighborhood and I walked around and I had my dog and we were just going on a walk, whatever. And so this is after my like weird sleep paralysis situation. So you didn't walk in the day. You're like, we walked in the dream. (laughs) We walked We walked in my seizure, Scotty. (laughs) (laughs) And so... um. So I saw this neighborhood yeah. in VR in my brain. And then when I woke up this morning, Did you I, check it out? I was like, I'm when yeah, I go on yeah. my little walk, Fuck I'm yeah. gonna go on, I'm gonna go into this little neighborhood. Yes. It was not the same. Damn it. However, okay. I am now convinced that I have the power within my brain yeah. to like, like I am convinced that it didn't work that time, but it will work. I love this. And I am gonna go on like VR adventures in my this dreams and like find places that I've never seen before. And then I'm gonna go to those places and they're gonna be the fucking same. I love this. Like, this podcast is gonna get us both committed, but I fucking I'm here for that's this. That's fine. I love this so I much. I should be committed because I have sleep epilepsy. Yeah, and I <laughs> <laughs> I need help. <laughs> Someone. Someone come get me. <laughs> um, can you tell me, please? We gotta update. Me and you had very different Valentine's days. Uh, did you actually, you went to the thing? I went. Okay, I did I did not let you tell me about it because I wanted to hear it on the show. So if you guys didn't listen to our Valentine's Day episode, 
It was pretty great, I think. I think we gave a lot of great advice. Um, we're both single. We were both single on Valentine's Day. We're giving and advice. We're both about... still single still single now. We're both still single now. Now, would I be single if I lived in Hawaii? I don't know. Um, that's my teaser. Um uh, or would I be single if I wasn't a fucking dad and handing out waters at parties? Also, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but this is where we're at uh, in my life. Um so I went to a singles soiree. Okay. And as it was called. I didn't want Jamie told me not to go. I told you not to go. Um, or But you, I am on a podcast called Advice Not Taken. And yeah. I went. <laughs> but also there's part of me that I'm like, don't go as my friend, but as my co-host go and come back and make fun of it. So here's what happened. I went and And just be clear, I don't want to make I'm not making fun of going to singles events. Um, my complex even had one. They called it like thirsty, like whatever. And I was like, it sounds like a nightmare. I'm not going to go. But also like, man, I hope people meet there. Good for you for getting out of your bubble, whatever. It was when you s- described it as like a spiritual influencer. No, I said conscious singles. Well, that's spiritual influencers. It's guys in hats. Yeah. Anyway, no, <laughs> no one was in a hat. Okay. So I went to the event. I was I mean, like, that's a smart move, I'm just going to look. As good as I can. Oh, I, thought, I was I, like, I thought you were like, look, don't touch. Just like they're <laughs> zoo animals. <laughs> well, yes. Um, I was like, I'm going to look cute. I'm going to dress up. I'm okay. going to go to this thinking that like, it's just going to be fun. I'm going to go with my girlfriend. You know, if there's anybody there that's of any interest, cool. And if not, it's a story. You're hanging out with your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. So we go and we walk in and immediately we look at each other and we were like, we've made a grave mistake. Oh no. <laughs> Which was fine because there was a meal. Yeah. So we all that's right. Did we, t- we did talk about this on did. air. Yeah. Cause we were so excited about free meals. Yes. So, okay. Great. So I love a free meal. It wasn't free cause I paid $75 to be there. Oh Jesus. Yeah, was it, it vegan hurts. too? No, okay. it was actually like carnivore based. Good. Oh, right. So they re- it, the fucking, you really go either direction in the conscious. Yeah. There's no middle ground. No. So we show up the first, the first course is, um, includes a salad with apples in it. I'm allergic to apples. <laughs> and so I'm immediately upset because I'm starving. you get the itchy gums? I get itchy gums with apples. No, I get the call the paramedics. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> Could you have accidentally <laughs> eaten an apple, the stupid thing, and that's why you've been having seizure dreams? <laughs> I see there's like apples in my protein powder. There's like some sort of weird extract. Um, so there's apples. Immediately more upset than I already am. And I had just come from the gym, so I was starving. And Food I was like, fuck this That shit. is what puts me over the fucking edge. Yeah. Bad enough I'm at this dumb event, whatever. You just tell yourself at least there's food. And then when you get it and it's just, oh. oh and there's dude. not food. Yeah. So I'm upset immediately. I look around at all of the men. It's a tough crowd. Yeah. <laughs> is it, uh, what's the ratio between men and women? So they did 50-50. Oh, they did? Right. Okay. So 50, the, 50% it, of the crowd was not good. Right. <laughs> Bless them. We we love them. Would I have done okay? A pers- no. 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 Really? No. I. It was... Um, I don't want to say anything bad. They don't listen. They don't listen. No. Um, it seemed like the kind of people who lived in their mom's house for too long. Okay. They... They live very regular lives that they think are very profound. Oh, yep. It was, yeah, it wasn't good. And so <laughs> we're, we're, we're sitting there, we're, we're eating, we get the next meal, it's, it's fine. 
Um, I sit down with this guy for, so they, they switched us for every course. There are three courses. One one course that I couldn't eat. The second course, which was fine. And then the third course I sit down with this. God bless the guy who had to sit down with you for the fucking apple salad thing. Did you just talk about your allergy to apples? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He was bored. Um, (laughs) so we sit down for dessert. I sit down with this guy. His name is Jake. He's actually lovely. Not my type at all, but like funny. Okay. Which you can be anyone. And if you're funny, I'm happy to sit with you. Yeah. So he was great. Really enjoyed him. Um, He was the only person in the room that I think wasn't like, like far on the spectrum maybe. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so then we go outside and they start doing it this. like you maybe went to like a fucking like make a wish dinner. I think I did. They're just like, I, I want to see a girl. I think I did. Um, and so we go outside and <laughs> and Kim and I look at each other. Yeah. That's my friend that was there with oh, me. Oh, Kim. Sorry, Kim. No, I just outed you. I, I love her so much. Um, and yeah, we both hated it. Yeah. So we go outside and they start doing this exercise. And Kim and I look at each other and we were like, bathroom now. Wait, what? Uh, what do you mean exercise? So hold on. Okay. So we go to the bathroom. Good, good plan. And can I also point out Kim is also much like you, even though whilst in the spiritual world, beautiful, feet on the you ground. guys look like just fucking brassy East Coast chicks. Like oh, she guys, and she's she's from New Jersey. She's from Jersey, dude. She doesn't fuck around. Yeah, you guys are both like. Very, you can do your fucking thing, and but you can put on angel wings and like do ayahuasca or whatever. But also, you guys are just like funny, brassy East Coast girls. Like that's why we get along more than I think I get along with anyone. Like yeah. in that community, no. Yeah. So we go to the bathroom, and this guy that had been uh, having dessert with me. Yeah, the guy we like, Jake. Okay. Jake's great. He comes in after us. We're all huddled by the bathroom because there's one stall, and okay. we're just waiting to go pee. Kim and I look at each other and we're like, we're getting the fuck out of here, right? Yeah. And he was like, there's an exterior door. Like, this is your escape route. He, he was like, I know someone here that helped put, I can't leave. And I was like, I'm so sorry for your loss. Wow. But we're going to we're gonna just jump ship. Dude, so, we got to set Jake up. Because the fact so that he Jake, didn't use that to hit on you guys and he just nope, goes, so he I did. want, oh. <laughs> 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 I thought he was just like, while I would love to be with one of you queens, it is more important that I get you to safety. <sighs> with but great, he did, with he great did, pain, he did here is a, the side door. He did it in a great way. And it's funny It's funny that I say this because in our last episode, <laughs> so I was funny. like, if I'm not interested in someone, I will like respectfully decline. He gives me his number. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, you're the best person that I've met here. He kind of earned it. So I accepted it. And he was like, I'd like to take you to coffee. And I was like, Jake, I think you're kind of killing it right now. Yeah. So I take his number and I was like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds nice. Even if you don't go with it, he should at least know that in that moment. Well, I lost his number. (laughs) So even if I was going to go to coffee with him, it's not happening. I'll never find him again. (laughs) He was lovely, but like, it's, I I don't know. I, all I know is that his name was Jake. So lost his number. He helps Kim and I escape out of the out of the exterior so door from the bathroom. He Shawshank Redemptions, you guys. Yeah. And then Kim and I walk past the area where everyone is outside doing an activity. Which, by the way, and that, what they are doing that is your fucking uh, tunnel of shit uh, metaphor for still going to Shawshank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So what are they doing? So the girl that's running it apparently 
has some connection to clown school. I would have killed myself in front of everybody. (laughs) And the last, my last words would have been honk. I would have just honked the clown (laughs) thing and then I would have died. So they are doing a mime looking exercise. the... And Kim and I howled on the sidewalk. What is wrong with Austin? Just howled on the sidewalk laughing. Like, we have escaped. Thank fucking God. We call our other friend in the car. She's like, y'all are heroes for trying. Yeah. And you're going to be single forever. Yep. So. Yeah. That's what happened with me. Holy shit, bro. Did... (laughs) Sorry, guys. We took a break, and I was talking about my romantic peeing. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know. You're the one who said romantic. It was very funny. Um, uh, Jamie pees in the dark with only a candle (laughs) (laughs) to make himself feel. I was gonna give the explanation, but I'm not going to. I'm just (laughs) let's just go with that. (laughs) The idea of me having to wake up in the middle of the night, having to pee, and be like, (laughs) wait, I have to light a candle and like (laughs) carrying it in. Well, I have a nightlight in my bathroom because I'm a baby. Uh, Well, I mean, it's probably not real. If you only see it when you sleep. Um, Fair. Uh, that was oh, that was such a good story. Jeez, yeah, I can't. So anyway, that, never man. doing that again. And also, Jake, if you're out there, I'd love to go to coffee with you. Um, you can you can just find me through Dude, here. That's we're not gonna date, but you were funny, and I liked you. Yeah, that sounds so awful. That like even the good thing, I'm waiting that like Jake doesn't write, but like we get a DM that's like, this is Jake's wife, and you're like, no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jake's wife sent him to the single soiree <laughs> to find a third. Oh man. Um I feel like I keep um quoting funny comedians, but uh Ian Finance, um who, I, real who I know from New York. Yeah. Uh he's great and so weird. He was talk just posted this clip today. He was doing crowd work to like these like communist bougie Brooklyn people. And he said the same thing where he's like, you just think you're interesting. Like you go back to your place in Brooklyn, you're like, I'm a polyamorous witch. And I just like thought of like everybody we know. Yeah. Um, everyone I know. And I laughed very hard. Uh there's so much right and so much wrong with Austin. We'll find the middle, I think, somewhere. I don't know if there is a middle. We'll find it. I'm the middle. I will be the middle. I will be the middle. I will save Hawaii. I will be the middle for Austin. <laughs> you have a lot of I, responsibility I'm in this take, life. Taking Cody out to lunch on fucking Sunday. <laughs> um, yeah, we got this. Uh, guys, um, my Valentine's Day was great, by the way. I can't top that story. Yeah, I don't even want to hear it because it sounds lovely. Yeah, I just. I'm upset about it. I had a great, I had a full great day. Uh, I'm still celibate, albeit made out in the rain. In Hawaii at it's night. Disgusting. It was fucking great. It was great. And I just like um Do I need to go do I just go on vacation? You need to find Jesus. That's what's that's what I, needs to happen. Jesus and I oh, are that's right. homies. Yeah, you guys are cool. Um no, I mean the, I'll be honest with you. There's part of me that wanted to move to Hawaii for a woman. I mean, I want to move to Hawaii. Like I am gonna figure out how to do it. Um uh, it's you guys are so lucky, Madeline's fucking here because do you know how Hawaii celebrates February fourteenth? No, it's also the day that they fucking got together and murdered the fuck out of Captain Cook. Fuck yeah, yeah. And so like there'll always be these Hawaiian accounts that's like if you're sad on Valentine's Day, just remember that on this day we took the colonizer Captain Cook and we decimated his stupid body. I like that better. 
That's a good one. It's I'm definitely better. I'm going to celebrate that instead. Yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's recreate that next year instead of clown exercises. Um, yeah, that was tough. There's part of me that if I was going to be negative, I would be like, oh, you know, these things keep happening. And uh, like, I don't, I don't like, but now I'm just really happy with it. I'm just really happy with it. I think that. It's, it's a weird place to be right now with my career and with my love life where, like, nothing has become, like, finalized. Like, I don't have answers. I don't know exactly what the, the path is. You're in a place of potential. I'm in a place of potential, which can be really frustrating because transitions are hard. And then when you don't know about what your transition is going to be, that's hard. Um but also, I'm just desperately trying to enjoy everything for what it is. And also, I think that these cool things keep happening to me because I'm not – I used to be so, like, graspy and mm-hmm. clingy. And now I'm just sort of like – like, this date happened very last minute. Um, it's really nice not basing things on sex or trying to have it or being the person who shuts it down. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just nice. Um, where it just feels like you can just have these like really beautiful sort of like, um, uh, moments and experiences and, you know, um, not be, uh, something that someone fucking regrets. Um, but dude, the old version of me would have been like, if I don't go to Hawaii and if I don't find a girlfriend or if I don't, you know what I mean? Like I even, when I landed in Hawaii, I got really bad news. Like, I got an email that I've been dreading for, like, a long time. And it happened the second I landed. And I had this moment of sort of, well, this is fucking, you know, like, again, the old version of me would have been like, well, I'm clearly not supposed to be in fucking Hawaii. And, like, I'm never going to have a good life. And I finally thought, like, things were okay and, like, all this stuff. And then just kind of like, you know what? It'll be okay. Like, I'll be okay. Because there's really no other option than to just let it go. Well, I mean, but this was literally a thing. Like, you could suffer. Yep. Or you could choose not to. Right. And that doesn't mean be apathetic, but, you know, this is literally something that I said, if this happens, I'm going to kill myself. Like, I've said that verbally, like, to family. Um, And so then I started thinking about, like, well, why would it happen when I was in Hawaii? And I was like, oh, because it's actually the opposite of what my sad story Mm would have been. It's because, like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And this thing that scared me for so long, it's here. And it's actually not that bad. And now I can just go live this beautiful experience. And, dude, I mean, it did not bother. I didn't get the the sinking feeling. Totally. I didn't get... I sent an email. I'm like, I'm taking care of it on Monday. I'm going to take care of it on Monday. Um, and, by the way, everything's fine, guys. It's just like it's like a money thing. Um, but uh, that's fine. But... It's, it's, it's all because of that like attitude. And I feel like people have been giving me this advice for a long time. Again, advice not taken. Um, but about just like, I mean, taking a breath, but it's, it's, it's hard to do. Cause I also, I like to have an action plan. I like to fix things. Um, but I think when you just go, it, it, it wasn't until for me, religion, just like trusting that everything's going to be okay. And if I trust that the end game is going to be okay, it makes it a lot easier to deal with like the horror show. Whereas when I just thought it was all about me, 
and I hated myself, I assumed everything was going to be the worst version yeah. of, of there's a There's that. a faith in something something larger. There's a faith in it all turning out Yeah, for just you. That, like, hey, you're loved. You're going to be okay. It yeah. may not be the way you think it's going to be, but that's also is. okay. And that's another cool thing. Like, that's something that I got from, like, hearing so many people's stories um, at church who were like, yeah, I was really convinced this was my life and then God kind of fucked it up and I'm really happy doing this. That sort of makes me think like, Oh, I could teach jujitsu on Hawaii or I could play Madison square garden or I could work for a homeless foundation. at Austin. Like, I don't know, but just being open to all the things instead of just sometimes like when I teach jujitsu, I tell people, I'm like, dude, don't just like fucking see red and tunnel vision that you just want this one thing. Because then you're going to miss all these other opportunities or you're going to get caught. And I think we do that uh, in life a well, lot. Yeah, it's like you can have you can have a plan for your life, but that plan, like your life does not exist in a vacuum. Right. There are other people, other things involved, and you cannot control any of that. That's it. And it's like, also, it's probably cool that you were not in your, in your home, in your routine when you got a, a piece of bad news. Dude, totally. Because the, like... Yeah, if you're if you're home doing your regular thing every day in and day out and you get a piece of bad news, I'm you're just here. like, Ugh. I guess I'll just keep fucking slogging away yeah, at the yeah, thing yeah, yeah. I do every day that's yeah. not working. Whereas I'm like, I cannot let this defeat this trip. This you're trip like, was- I'm going to go eat some Spam Musubi and, yep, that's and go to the beach. Guys, and- the 7-Eleven in Hawaii has better dim sum than anywhere on... 7-Eleven everywhere on the planet except for America is fire. It's insane. There's like a it's like a whole culture of 7-Eleven that they for whatever reason have just in, not enabled us to have. Yeah, I know, dude, it's so wild. Um I want Japanese 7-Eleven. It's similar to Hawaii. I watch an entire Instagram page about yeah. Japanese this 7-Eleven. Is, there was literally I had pork char siu bao. It was like the best char siu bao I've ever had in my life. I'm um, hungry. It was nuts. I'm so hungry. All right, we're going to go. Um, I was going to say one more thing off what you said. What was the last thing you said before I brought up 7-Eleven? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, changing your environment. Changing your environment. Yeah. Um, you know, there's the last two times I went to Hawaii, like, weren't great. I mean, it was cool. It's like my famous friend got to help me go to Hawaii and, like, go live on a farm after this breakup. But, like, it wasn't. It wasn't what I, it, it wasn't at all getting in touch with my roots. It was me running away. And I could not let that happen again. Like, I'm like, I care too much. I've desperately been trying to make these trips to Hawaii to like get in touch with like my roots. And like that actually happened. And in a weird way, I think like this helped it. Like this showed me, you know, we look for any reason to derail because derailing is easy. Um, and you really yeah, have to. Yeah, if it's to, what you always do, it's comfortable. Yeah, and you really have to fight that. You know, the times that you go, you know what? Today's the day I'm going to start going to the gym, and then you get a piece of bad news in the morning. You should probably go to the gym even more now, but instead you go, yeah, fuck this, dude. I'm not going to start the gym today. Like I got to deal with this bullshit. Blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Um, and you're right. Like I might have done that at home, and I was really struggling like a couple weeks ago too. Like if I got that news then, oof. I'll tell you what the news is after, by the way. Um. But yeah, so uh, hope that advice helped you guys. Um, know that we're both in it. We're both struggling. Oh, and by the way, like it's 
my friend Jen was like, you had a movie Valentine's Day, which I did. Um, but it's also really sad. Like, I'm not just like, haha, I made out in the rain in Hawaii. Um, it's also like, you know, it's okay. You, I went home and ate chocolate and it was great. It was great. Yeah. I met someone connected with them. It was awesome. And then per usual, I was like, all right, bye. Yeah. Like, that's a bummer. It's sad. Totally. Um, she left me like the nicest message this morning that just like, like I got like, it was a lot. It was really like, it meant a lot, but also, um, I think not putting that pressure on yourself of like a relationship's going to fix everything or this new job's going to fix everything or this money's going to fix everything. And just being like, again, in that fucking moment of just how can I make every minute good? How can I help people? How and can I be happy? also the realization that may, like the realization that yes, everything may not be right, but that you're not broken. That like, that's like it. you don't have to fix everything because you're not fixed. That's it. Like, you can want a relationship, you can want a different job, you can want any number of things, but it doesn't it doesn't change. Like, it's not going to change who you are. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I love that. Let's end on that. Um, guys, if you want to support the show, go to uh, the App Store on iTunes and go to LawCast. This show is brought to you by LawCast. They're a great uh, new app where you can send audio messages to creators you like, including us. You can leave an audio message at Advice Not Taken. Uh, Please send any and all information you have about sleep paralysis Yep, to, to me. Madeline's Instagram, which is? <laughs> Conscious.curious. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at the Jamie Kilstein. Um, I have tour dates, but not till, um, I don't know. I have tour dates. JamieKilstein.com slash tour. And we're going to be adding a lot more um, coming up. And then we'll have a regular episode uh, on Thursday, per usual. New episode every Thursday. Um, please, guys, go rate and review um, the show on Spotify, on iTunes. If you think anyone would resonate with this episode, send it to them. Tell all your friends about the show. And we will see you next week. Love you. Aloha, y'all.